Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo met with her provincial and territorial agriculture ministers yesterday to discuss her proposed changes to agri-stability. Bebo had been calling on the ministers in the West to agree to her proposal that would see the reference margin eliminated and the compensation rate increase from 70 to 80 percent. Glenda Lee Allen-Vosser talked with Saskatchewan's agriculture minister David Merritt about what happened at the meeting. You know, she was uh, uh, very direct. She just wanted to know the positions of the province of the provinces. Obviously, she had had some of those positions uh, stated earlier, like from Ontario and Quebec and uh, BC, and she re- really wanted to know where the prairies were. So, uh, when it was our turn, the province of Saskatchewan, we told her what our position would be, and it it uh, was as follows: uh, We have decided that we would support the re- removal of the reference margin limit. We would also support uh, going retroactive to 2020, but that we wouldn't support uh, increasing the compensation rate from uh, 70% to 80%. And uh, and that's where it was. Uh, that was our proposal that we put forward. And why did you not support the second half? Well, it, it obviously it came it came down to fiscal capacity, and in talking to the stakeholders uh, over the past uh, past several months. Uh, obviously, what we heard was the reference margin limit was the big impediment. They uh, obviously they wanted to see the compensation increase as well, but we felt that uh, because of the fiscal capacity of the province, the, the greater good for the ag sector as a whole in the province Saskatchewan was the removal of the reference margin limit, uh, and it and because of the fiscal capacity of the you know of the province, that that was the option that we put forward. How was that received? Well, I mean, you know, she accepted that. That was her first priority. Obviously, was the removal of the reference margin limit on the compensation piece. She was, uh, you know, some of the provinces obviously have supported that. As I've stated earlier, Glenda Lee, that that uh, this uh, the changes to this program have the biggest impact to the province of Saskatchewan and to the taxpayers of the province of Saskatchewan. So, what I I'd, I'd offer to her on the table was. Uh, or what an offer that was put forward to her was uh, the 60% from the federal portion of the compensation, that that stay on the table, and uh, those provinces that could that want to top it up to 40% can do, and those that obviously are having uh, fiscal capacity challenges uh, wouldn't have to. Uh, that's uh, that's where it was left with her at that point to to make that decision. Did we see any final decisions come out of this meeting then? Well, obviously, the reference margin limit uh, will, obviously, everybody agreed on that. The compensation one, uh, there was a vote taken. A uh, request was asked that a vote be taken on the 60% staying on the table on the compensation without per, uh, provincial participation. And six out of, uh, out of the total provinces and territories voted in favor of that. And that is, obviously, those six uh, provinces have the majority of the Egg, uh, egg industry in Canada within their boundaries. So that's uh, where it was left with her, and uh, hopefully she will, uh, you know, take that back to cabinet and give it some consideration. That's provincial agriculture minister David Merritt for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. The Western Canadian wheat growers are expressing disappointment in the ruling by the Supreme Court of Canada upholding the constitutionality of the carbon tax. Here's Wheat Growers President Gunter Yoakum. You know, very disappointed, obviously. 
Uh, we've been against the carbon tax from the beginning, uh, but also not really that surprised. Uh, but that being said, it uh, it doesn't look good for uh, family farms across uh, Canada, especially once a carbon tax uh, moves to $170 a ton by 2030. It uh, will be a massive financial burden on family farms, and it uh, potentially can put a lot of them out of business. Talk about some of the steps that farmers are doing now to help uh, reduce carbon. Right. Well, farmers, especially across the prairies, we've been at the forefront of, of being very efficient, right? We used to till all the ground, then we uh, went to uh, direct seeding, you know, without uh, tilling before seeding, uh, and minimum tillage and lots of uh, areas, lots of farms across the prairies are actually zero till. So it, it saves on a lot of trips across the field in order to grow a crop. So very efficient, very small carbon footprint. And not only that, what we grow actually stores carbon in the grain that we grow. And so farmers store the carbon, but we don't necessarily release it. I, as a consumer, when I use that grain to my own use, yes, I do release it, but the farmer puts it in the grain. Have some farmers started uh, seeding already? Have you heard any reports of that? Or? Yeah, absolutely. In the portage area, there have been a couple of guys going, and, uh, you know, on my farm here, I, I farm closer to Winnipeg along the Cinnaboyne River, and we were out in the field here three days ago just uh, checking the field conditions, very dry, and we're very close. So if if the weather holds, and by holding I mean, you know, stays kind of warmish and no precipitation, I wouldn't be surprised if we're in the field possibly next week. On our farm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate uh, to put some wheat in right now, um, maybe even oats, but Oats, I would be maybe a little bit more hesitant. Uh, canola, of course, uh, yeah, we would wait. We've we've tried canola very early before, and only uh, you know a lot of hit and miss success there. But cereals, I would have no hesitation of planting that right now. And how concerning are are the dry conditions? Very concerning. I mean, it's uh, you know we're. In the Red River Valley and along the Assiniboine here, we're always, uh, we're always concerned about moisture. And by that, I mean it can be way too wet or too dry. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't mind it a little bit on the dry side for seeding. But, boy, we, we do need timely rains to make this crop uh, turn out this year. It is very dry. That was Gunter Yoakum, president of the Canadian Wheat Growers Association. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.